If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Escuchas ese rugido Sientes la experiencia de poder La emoción de la libertad Ya estás preparado Para vivir tu nueva aventura Nueva Ram 1500 Hecha para vivir Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Four hours after the May Day, let's have a conversation about workers. In the midst of an economic crisis, what really has been the issues affecting the worker in this time? And we're going to break this down a bit more because there's a lot of talk we heard yesterday. When we are celebrating May Day, there's a lot of conversation that goes around it. But we want to drill down and measure the impact on the worker over the last three years, and particularly over the last few months when the economic crisis has become even more biting. And then we'll begin to have a conversation. Today we have a, a very comprehensive panel to look at where we are with workers in the midst of the crisis that we're currently facing. So let's get to that. And we'll start from what we witnessed yesterday with the president making a few pronouncements. So the president's argument fundamentally is that 
this government has had the welfare of the worker at heart. And in fact, if you listen to what he said, including the government being committed to protecting incomes and pensions, that had been 15% COLA paid to the public sector workers, that has been minimum wage increased by 10%, the base pay has also gone up, monthly pensions have increased by 25%. He talks about the compensation of employees, uh, represents about 50% uh, of tax revenue. His fundamental conclusion is that this government has been good to workers. But is all this the same as suggesting that a worker is better off as a result of these facts? That's where we are going to go into a bit more analysis and drilling down. And then we get to answer that question by the end of this presentation where my guests also join me. What is the alternative reality? The alternative reality, as presented by the TUC boss at the May Day celebration, that there have been high cost of living, there's been distraction of jobs, there's an employment freeze, which we've seen as a result of the IMF program, review of the single pine pay policy, something that they've been discussing hasn't materialized yet, and that the government should not touch pensions, which is what they've talked about quite extensively. And then you move into the conversation around the uh, domestic debt exchange, which has affected workers, private or public, right? Because you've seen that the new bonds have come into play. But then they've made proposals to the, to the pension funds, which is an important subject, which is why you see the TUC saying, don't touch our pensions. But there's this proposal to the, to the pensions, and the government has, is saying that if you take this proposal, your, tension, your pensions funds will actually perform even better. Is that really true? We don't know. But then you come to the, some of the key essential issues that we've now seen. They are making a point to the government, I'm talking about labor, that because of the burden that we are, we are carrying for you in these time of economic crisis, do a few things. Number one is cut expenditure. Right? Reduce the size of the government. These are low-hanging fruits that the labor has been on and on about for so long. Government hasn't budged on that. And they've made the point that IMF isn't really a solution because you keep going back to the IMF and returning broke after almost every five years. So this is their proposal to government. So let's get to do some our own analysis on the back of that context, right? So if you look, for example, at the Ghana Statistical Service data, which is what you have on the screen here, it tells us that there are the lowest paid public servant right now is taking home 418 cities. That's how bad it is. But if you look at the disparity there, where the highest paid is taking 33,855. Guess what the difference is? That is 34,000 there about, right? The difference is, is key. It's around, it's around 32,000, significant, hugely, significant, huge, uh, different disparity there uh, as you begin to see and appreciate. So that's a key problem that the state and the workers are having to jostle over. And then one of the things that we wanted to do for you is if you take the computations that we've done based on the, the Ghana Statistical Service, right? If you take the lowest income according to Ghana Statistical Service, right, of 418, and you look at, we're going to now compute what the real income is, which is a, a factor of the inflation impact or inflationary impact. So take this guy who is earning this, and there are people earning this in the public service. His real income, the money he's actually getting to spend, is only 185 CDs a month. Ask yourself, how is this individual able to live currently? Because if you are operating with this 45% inflation rate, this is what is actually the salary he's taking. This is what that salary can buy him right now. This is his real income, right? So you're looking at this disparity there. Already, this has gone off the salary he's taking at the end of the month. And this is for everybody, whether you're in public sector or not. There are people who are earning this in the private sector as well, trust me. And then you have the median number, okay? The, the average salary is 2,594 CDs. This person is, is gets this in, in his account. But in reality, he's actually spending, when he hits his account, that, this amount can only buy 1,167.7 worth of goods, services, whatever it is that he, he, can, he wants to spend his money on. That is the real income we are talking about. Look at how much the, the, 
the, the difference is there. He's lost far more to inflation than what he's actually getting to spend. And of course, the guy who is earning 33000 is also affected, right? So his real income is around 15000 Maybe even 15000 yeah, 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 okay. You, you can survive on this 15000 But So spare thought for the guys earning in this bracket. That is the reality of what workers are dealing with in this country right now at the rate of inflation that we currently have. And that is why the labor, the TUC boss said to them, yes, if the inflation doesn't reduce, they will keep asking for an increasing salary. So right now, I want to take your salary, and then I'll show you how to calculate what your real income is. If you are on this area, this is actually what your income is. This, if you are on this area, this is actually what your income is. And then you begin to see what the figures tell you. And then we have even come to talk about taxes, right? So this is the, the if you like, a table that's showing you the tax you pay as compared to how much you earn. So if you're earning 400 CD, you don't pay anything, right? But if you start earning around 500 and above, you start paying taxes to the government, right? So let, a lot of people will be around between 600 and 3,000. You're paying a rate of 17.5% to government, which is... If you're earning 3,600 CDs, you're paying 500, 543.5 CDs to the government. The question is, is the government using this figure prudently? You see, you have to ask yourself that question. And, and this is one of the key things that we've noticed. But here's my, the, my favorite bit of this. I talk about daily minimum wage and the poverty line. And as I've shown you, there are people who are earning just the daily minimum wage converted into a salary at the end of the month. That's all they earn. Now, if you come to 2022, the red you see there is a poverty line, and the minimum wage is what you see uh, in white there. So the minimum wage is significantly lower than the poverty line, right? So you, not, you shouldn't be below this poverty line, but look at the gap we're talking about in terms of how significant, significantly lower than the poverty line is. So we're talking about $2.15 is what the guy who is just on the, on the poverty line should be earning. But there are people who are actually earning lower than this line in red here, which is, which is shocking. And if you look at that trend here, it started just after 2020 and it's been, it's been widening. So there are many Ghanaians right now, public service workers, who are actually below the poverty line. They're not even on it all. They are significantly below the poverty line. And that gap here is significant. That gap. Is, that's the point I want you to appreciate. Right? So spare thought for those below the poverty line who are earning $1.13. What can $1.13 buy you in Ghana today? How do you live on that? But that is the... That is the story of many, many Ghanaians currently. This is a story of the Ghanaian worker. And if you look at the trend when it comes to the, the adjustments we've seen in the daily minimum wage, it's been trending downwards until 2021 when it started climbing up again. So it's been climbing, but the climb has been very, very slow. If you look compared to what we've, we've seen in the past, where we're all the way at 16.9, the climb has been slow. And if you factor in the inflation I talked about, this climb is meaningless, right? It looks good on the graph, but it's a meaningless climb. And then let's end with this. Let's end with the, the, uh, the, the base pay. The base pay is what the, the, the workers look forward to after they've negotiated the, the minimum wage. The base pay, if you look at the, the trend analysis we've done for you, look at this line here that we've trended for you, it's showing a marginal climb. But again, put in context, that marginal climb is meaningless if you put in the inflationary uh, effects. It's been climbing, but in, in real terms, as I showed you earlier, it's not taking them home, right? So that is the story of the average Ghanaian worker. But this is what I want to end with. And there's this thing that always gets the workers upset and angry. That's why the labor is asking yesterday, you have to do something about Article 71 office holders. So the average Article 71 office holder is taking 18,201 CDs. The single spying guy average is 1,000, 
123. Tell me if this is fair. Tell me if this disparity of 17,000 cities between the averages is fair. The highest NI is 29,000. The, high, the highest NI here is 4,000. Tell me if this difference of 25,000 is fair. The least NI of the article 71 office holder is 11,000. And this is as of 2016, right? So just put it in context. There were people at that time in the public service who were earning 178 CDs. But the least earner of the article 71 then was 11 CDs. Tell me if this difference here is a fair number to have. This is back then. This is just to give you a context. If we look at it in today's terms, that gap has widened even further, I must submit. I'm going to take a break. When I return, my guests will have their say on the subject. Thankfully, we have a government, the Deputy Minister for Labor, also joining us. So we can begin to have a very honest conversation about how we deal with workers in these times. Because this economic crisis, you're going to be in for quite a while. So what do we do in the interim to try and begin to sort of ease the burden and the pain that the worker is facing? After the break, my guest will join me. All of a sudden, my voice I hear different. And when you try a call, <laughs> uh, Bama, bring me the honey whiskey. You know the one? Black Rock Whiskey. Honey Whiskey. Shale, honey near their frow. Black Rock Whiskey is strong. Now she tastes me a smooth and it goes down easy. Uh, excuse me. <coughs> Baman! <laughs> Baman! Bring my friend one Black Rock Whiskey. Black Rock Whiskey. Blended with natural honey flavor. Black Rock Whiskey can be a feeling smooth national. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 years of age and not recommended for pregnant women. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. My name is C. I'm a person living with HIV. I got to know of my HIV status when I became pregnant. Since then, I have successfully been delivered of an HIV-negative baby, thanks to PMTCT services. I follow the guidelines and take my HIV medicine, core ARVs, every day to date. This makes me strong, healthy, and prevents me from passing HIV onto my baby. Please avail yourself for PMTCT services when pregnant. It is the only way. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Ensure that you do not transmit HIV onto your baby during pregnancy. 
Dr. Rick here. Another sign you're becoming your parents is getting particular about details that don't matter. The craziest thing happened when we got tacos the other day. Was it Wednesday or Thursday we got tacos? I know it wasn't Tuesday because that's when I went to my hairdresser. Shoot, what day was it? See how we all lost interest there? Progressive can't help you from becoming your parents, but we can help you compare rates on home insurance with HomeQuote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Birth and breastfeeding. Even if you have tested for HIV recently and was negative, test again when pregnant. If you test positive, take the baby back to the hospital immediately after birth, as directed by your healthcare provider. The baby will also be given medicine immediately after birth and tested to ensure that both mother and baby are well. Let's work together to have a generation free of HIV. Our children must be free to shine. Money emergencies. Ma, I need my school fees. Emergency. Mommy, Mommy chop money. Emergency. 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 Catch it. I'm your rent. Emergency. Now, there's a new emergency number in town. More money, more money, challenge and enjoyment. At the top life, we got. Dial star 770 hash for all your money. Dial star 770 hash for money emergencies and get easy and quick access to your money, loans, and other banking needs. Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. Can he tee up someone in red? And he goes to of goats may differ in football, music, and jollof. Alumu Bittis always brings us together. Alumu, experience greatness in every moment. Drink responsibly. Not for sale to persons under 18 and recommended to pregnant women. Adverts FDA approved. The joy of every Tyler is using the ideal tile adhesive for a lasting bonding. It is for this reason that Tylers and builders always use Webercore tile adhesives. They know that Webercore tile adhesives are of European quality and produced locally by St. Gobain Weber Ghana. They know that Webercore tile adhesives have all the additives and chemicals and all you need is water. They know that Webercore tile adhesives are what you use for indoor, outdoor and swimming pools. And they know that if they have to tile right and tile once, then it is Webercore tile adhesives. Webercore tile adhesives are available at major outlets like City Ceramica, Interstar Ceramics, Skyview Express, Atala Limited, Antis Limited, Wafo Depot, Tago Cantamanto and Koforidia and an outlet near you for retailing and your projects call 0556-486-342. Weber, we care. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Focused... Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry daddy, I have Alex in my bag. Alex what? Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM. Hits FM. 
Love FM. Live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM. Or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play. And then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. For a conversation is the Deputy Secretary General of the TUC, uh, Joshua Ansa. Uh, thanks, Joshua, for your time here on the PMS. Well. Also joining us is uh, Austin Game, is a labor consultant. We're expecting to be speaking shortly with Bairo Kububi, who is the uh, Deputy uh, Labor Minister, who will join us very, very shortly, and Jokabuna, as well, who is the President of the of uh, the, uh, the National Association of Graduate Teachers who also join us for a conversation. I want to start with you, the, the, the Deputy General Secretary, Joshua Ansa. Yesterday, at the, uh, at the May Day Parade, you didn't hold back. And I'm talking about your boss. You did not hold back in talking about where the, the state of the Ghanaian worker. You have laid out what you believe are the issues. Do you believe that, first of all, I'm curious, who are you addressing these concerns to? The government? Or you simply wanted to get your members to, uh, to understand that you, you get what you are going through. I'm asking that because I often wonder, when you lay out these issues as honestly as you've done, which I've illustrated, do you get the, do you get, do you, do you get a sense that the government gets you? That it gets that you are in, in, in pretty deep crisis when it comes to the state of the Ghanaian worker? Thank you, Vans. I think that... Uh... Let me first take the opportunity to greet uh, say hi to all Ghana workers and give them, wish them a, a happy May Day celebration. That the national one happened in Bolgatanga yesterday. I think that the message was clear to the government. As you normally address our issues to the government, it wasn't just a rhetoric, but we want the government to know that we are sending our concerns straight to him to be addressed. As government, it is expected that you take charge and uh, ensure that the concerns of your citizens, including workers, are addressed. So yesterday, the message was directly directed to the President, His Excellency. And for years, anytime you meet at May Day, and we put some concerns across, uh, we don't get the full result as expected. And this time around, I think that it's not going to be just a rhetoric, just a saying that we go back to sit. We are going to follow whatever you have said from A to Z. And then we are going to take government also on and ensure that whatever promises, whatever responses that we gave yesterday at the Jolly Park in Bolgatanga is adhered to. This time around, we are not going to just sit down and look on because for years we have not achieved what is expected to be achieved during the day. May Day is the day that we commemorate our, our heroes who actually died, who actually fought for the cause of workers' rights, who actually made us today enjoying the working conditions that we enjoy. This barbaric behavior is really its ugly head again in this very country, where some employers are trying to trample upon the rights of workers. They are making organizing and formation of unions very difficult in this very country. And the clear examples are of the power plant in this company, uh, this country. So, Evans, I think that the message was clear to the government and it also gave a response. But we are going to hold government to, to account whatever he has said uh, at the Julie Park yesterday. 
government to account. I mean, Mr. Austin Game, I just illustrated the current state of the Ghanaian worker. Let me first ask you, you've been in this business for so long. Have you seen it this bad? Have you seen it this bad over the period? Is this the worst we've had? Well, to be, let's be very honest. Uh, this appears to be an extremely difficult period than it used to be. And therefore, admittedly, in 2023, cannot be compared to 20, um, 2001 when I was leaving uh, the political scene. And uh, traveling from that time to date is quite a distance. And very honest, it's a very tough, tough, tough period for working people and the country in general. Yeah. I mean, and, and Mr. Hassan, I need to ask you that same question. You represent Labour. So when you go around and you talk to your members, do you get a sense that their current state is worse than they've ever experienced in, say, in the Fourth Republic? What, what, what's, what's, the, what's the TUC's own assessment of the current state of the worker compared to where you've been before, your worst moment? Have you seen it this bad? It's very bad. It's very worse, even as I, I don't want to miss words at all. Because this is the situation where workers in this country cannot afford to even have two spammers a day. This is a situation where workers cannot have money for transport to transport themselves from their house, their homes to work. This is a situation where your income is eroded by the, 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 the inflation of this very country. This is a situation where working conditions are being trampled upon by, by, by some employers in this very country. And because of our labor law, that is not too strong. That has, some of the articles have lived a usefulness. Remember, employers are doing whatever they want to workers in this very country. And we all look on. So I think that is the worst situation that we find out. So workers in this country are suffering. They are suffering in the sense that in January 2023, we have a, 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 an increase of 30% on the base pay. This 30% was eroded the following day, but we are actually announcing 30 something percent increase in utilities and water and so on and so forth. So you can see that we are back to, to zero. Workers are really suffering in this bad country and making ends meet. It's not an easy time for us at all. But as senior leaders, we don't have to look on, we don't have to raise our hands in the air. We need to fight hard, we need to protect our workers, and that is our duty. And we continue to protect, we continue to fight hard, we continue to negotiate the government. And continue to set government up so that the right things are done at the right time, so that workers can have a respite in their lives. But without the workers, no fee can turn in this very country. You must. Um, Mr. Gomez, so that's a TUC confirming that the current the current state of the Ghanaian worker is is the worst they've seen in a long time. So I asked a question based on the analysis we just we just projected when I began that. When they say the Ghanaian worker is a magician, th that's what it means, is it all? Because I wonder how people are surviving and the current climate of where the inflation is and what they're earning. Let, let's be very honest here. There is always a way out for everything. Mm -hmm. I do not have, um, you know, clear understanding as to which area, my friends, I also take care of a number of workers in this country. Myself, I'm an employer, and I can tell you on authority, those I have negotiated for, I know what their condition of service is. Now, to be very clear in this respect, if you take example of uh, some employers trampling down the, the rights of working people, Clearly, there are clear-cut, laid-down procedures to be followed. Uh -huh. And labor law is not a legalist. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 
you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Document. It is an industrial relations document that has been carefully written to enable working people to have abundant opportunity to go through a process to have all their matters addressed. Ghana is the only country where we have responded positively to the details of the Constitution of Ghana and also ILO Convention 144 have been bodily lifted and we make sure that a national tripartite committee have been properly put down in the law which gives organized labor and also the employers and government as a tripartite body the only country under the sun where we have this kind of tripartite arrangement and it is not for government to dictate to the workers neither either of them there are clear cut procedures under 114 that they can follow to have all these concerns they are talking about fully addressed after a May Day rally like this. I mean, so, 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 forgive me. When you say procedures to address the concern, what's the procedure exactly? What, 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 is it made, what has it been made for? Yeah, the law is very clear. The law says in, under Section 114 that the National Tripartite Committee except otherwise provided in this session the tripartite committee shall regulate its proceedings so we expect that there will be cardinal rules if you want to call it in the traditional sense ground rules that will govern the procedure of their meeting and it's not to be dictated by government dictated by employers or dictated by the working people but in, in the current in the current circumstance the tripartite committee has finished its work. So... No, that, no, that's not it. But they determined... That, that doesn't it end after the determination of the minimum wage and then... No, sir. The no, sir. It's a wide field for them. They are to be consulted in having conversation about the economic situation in the country. I've heard my friends in organized labor call for this many times. The follow-up is what they maybe have not done fully well. I'm expecting that government, in going even to the IMF, should have sat with them and told them like it was done in 2015 and lay out the plans they want to do, including for instance, the pension matter that they have been talked about. Because it is inappropriate for only one side to carry all of us, our destiny into the hands of IMF without any prior conversation around the subject matter. So I support organized labor, but there is a fully laid down bed for them to lay on. And you can find it in section 113 of the Labor Act. It is not supposed to be dictated to by only the employer. It is not supposed to be so. They have the right to call for the meeting, and if the employer fails, they can report the matter to the National Labor Commission, and the commission has no choice than to order the employer than to order the government, than to order organized labor for them to go and sit down and have that conversation. That yeah. is the law. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and it is industrial relations. Yeah, I mean, Joshua answer. I get a sense then that you have a path to addressing all the challenges that you we spelled out yesterday. But you have elected to waive that right. So I guess then you are fine. <laughs> you are not fine. You are never fine and you will never be fine until all the issues are resolved. Yes, I think the government has said it right. But I must be frank also with the government that uh, we have raised the issue severally, severally, severally. Where, how can, how can, what is the ability to perform a, a foreign company to just dismiss workers because they want to form a union or because they are union leaders? So, 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 so in this case, you are, talk, you are talking about, you are talking about the private sector. Are you talking I'm talking about, about the private sector. Yes, and okay. they are the corporates of this very 
uh, issues that you are raising. Yes, yes, we agree that Section 130 of the Labor Act is there for us to use. And like he said, tripartite uh, meeting doesn't end after the determination of minimum wage or what the base pay. It's a continuous process where any issue about labor is supposed to be discussed there. Any issue about workers' welfare is supposed to be discussed. Like he said, no one party can take unilateral decision uh, 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 for workers or for this very country. The IMF issue that was a single rate. We said categorically when the IMF team came to meet us in our office that we don't support the IMF. We told the government we don't support the IMF, but government as powerful as his actually has gone to the IMF. That is why in any statement or any opportunity that we get, we say that TUC organized labor has never supported Ghana going to IMF because we have never had any positive uh, effect on workers of this other country. The, 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 the effects or the negative impact of IMF always catches up with the workers of this very country. And the specials, uh, job freeze, job cuts, and so on and so forth. That is the, the effect of IMF's personalities. So no organized labor leader has, has, has ever supported Ghana going to IMF. The 18th that if you weigh the pros and the cons, what are, what are the benefits? Benefit that the workers or the employees in this very country derive from IMF program. So, Mr. Osikami, I agree with you that the processes are there, uh, but we have actually used the processes to a certain extent where we expect that government or the Minister for Employment should talk, should give order. That, because the commission rules or they give judgment, and this employees don't follow. And we, see, we look on as, as, as government, we look on as ministers, and they continue to, to, to do all these things. I don't think it's, 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 it's right. Let us all uh, see eye to eye that yeah, there are rules and regulations in this country, and it must be respected by all. But labor leaders, we are doing whatever we can. So the government itself can testify. If there are, but there are more room for improvement, as you saying. We believe that we will explore all avenues and ensure that we don't leave anything to chance for any employer or for the government to trample on the right of, 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 of workers. Yeah. Okay, so l- l- let me put something that the president said yesterday to you. I mean, you, you painted... A very gloomy picture of the state of the Ghanaian worker. But this is the president. He says he's giving you 50% cola to the workers. Minimum wage is increased by 10%. Base pay is also increased by 30%. Monthly pensions, he says, have also gone up by 25%. If you put all that together, the president's view is the worker cannot be that bad. Because of all the things that he mentioned that he's done. You can't dispute the facts, can you? Because 15% of cola is how much on what? If 15% cola of, uh, on 300, how much does it come up to? 10% on uh, 11 cities, how much does it come up to? 30% on 318 cities, how much does it come up to? 25% on 300, how much does it come up to? So you can see that this percentage that President mentioned, I mean, it's nothing to write home about. Because the base itself is very weak. The base is very poor. The base is very, very, very low. And in fact, if you even give a worker 100% now, 100% on 418, we'll give you 836 or something. And what, 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 is, what is the worker going to use this money for? With a current inflation of 45% plus, it's, it's, it's become very, very, very difficult. And very, it's very, it's very, 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 the situation is very not good. For workers from this very country. But you agree to all these increases. I mean, to put, it, to put it to you more directly, TUC was at the table when you agreed 30% increase in the base pay. You were at the table with minimum wage, 10% increase, 50% increase in COLA. Once you agreed and you signed, isn't that an admission that you were okay with the increase that you were getting? First, it doesn't admission. It doesn't have admission. That's the fact that we we, we 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 were satisfied with it. But this is negotiations, and negotiations, we 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 definitely have to come to a conclusion and compromise somewhere. This is a country. This is a government. When we are negotiating, they bring in ability to pay no money syndrome and so on and so forth. We actually requested for sixty percent plus this very year because we knew that inflation was at fifty. Inflation was at forty something. So getting anything below this was nothing right to my back. This negotiation is to get 10 good meetings. We are not, we are not getting anywhere. So it's a frustration. 
It's a frustration effort by, by mean, but we don't know what it means to do in this country. But you continue, you continue to negotiate and negotiate and negotiate until one day, one day, workers of this, uh, in this country will have something uh, uh, that they will be satisfied with. But as I speak to you, Evans, we can never achieve that until we change our way of negotiating minimum wage and go in for a living wage. A living what? wage, I think, that will be a solution of panacea to our problem. What is a minimum uh, wage? What is a what is what is a living wage? The, I mean, what is a you said a we, should, we should change we should change from minimum wage to living wage. What's a living wage? A living wage that by the name implies is 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 a wage that the basket that contains the basic necessities of a worker is calculated. If a living wage is meant for a, 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 a worker a wife and a two kids. The uh, basic necessity like housing, like rent, like uh, utility, like shelter, and like food. If you put all these things into the basket, it's as a level that has, has, has actually been statistically determined that this figure will at least make the worker and the wife and the two kids uh, happy in this very country. But until we get there, that is, that is, that is not my view, that until we get there, any increment on the minimum wage as, a, as, it, as it is today. And when, when are you going to get 1,000 for a different, a different country? Which cost of over, over, over 1,000 or whatever percent? It's going to be very, very, very difficult. So we need to shift from the current determination of minimum wage to a level wage. And another way is to also index our, our minimum wage or the salaries to inflation. When inflation is 100%, Salary must also be increased by 100%. When inflation is 70%, salary must also be increased to 70%. Until you do that, I don't think you are going to achieve uh, anything good for our members in this country. Mr. Gamer, if I put to you that what you just heard there from Joshua Ansa is it's a fantasy, it will never happen. What will your reaction be? Well, not a reaction. I'm a professional person. And let me just put in context that I my background... I, I was in their shoes before. I wasn't Secretary General, but I was the District Secretary for the whole labor unions, also at Tema before. In fact, it was three of us, only three of us, organized and have Saturday as a non-working day in Ghana. Myself, Rafael Abudapi, and the late Namiche. We also brought about the cola. When inflation galloped in 1983-84, we came to Accra and demanded a meeting. The TUC then gave us Dr. Mbia, and they know him very well. Mbia came and led us, and we met the Prices and Incomes Board, the late the Dr. Dudu. And we agreed that we should introduce COLA at the time. And that when inflation is tamed, we take away the COLA. And because of that, we advanced forward hitherto. We didn't have what you call wage opener. We used to have three years collective agreement for everybody, and every one and a half years thereafter, then we go in to do a wage opener. Because of that situation, we agreed to advance forward minimum, um, a discussion on wage opener, which had become collective agreement-based thing every year. That brought about it. I won't go any further on advice of my own parents not to be talking about myself. So that is my little background. So I'm not a stranger to this, and I still manage some working people, both in the public sector as well. And let me say honestly here that my friends in organized labor, they know I drop my heart out for them. They are doing their best. But I think we have to go a little further. The little further is this. Now, determining a national daily minimum wage, we have to have a paradigm shift and the base pay as well. Because we cannot be using inflation. If it's 70, we go 70. If it's 100, we go 100. It cannot work so. If you go that route, this country will be turned upside down in five minutes. I guarantee you. What we can do is to take advantage of what the labor law says, and I think it's the best. Maybe they are not fully immersed with it and prepared that we work together. But let me say that 
in determining these things, we have several ways of doing these things, including the tax thresholds. So it is for organized labor to ensure that a certain amount that people earn will not attract any form of tax at all. The barest minimum assistance now is not enough. And I have gone to sit with the Ghana uh, statistical service people one time and told them that, no, we should be very careful what we are doing. So I want to say quite clearly here that the tax threshold and various other taxes that are passed in this country, that is why the tripartite committee was established under the law. So government has no right to just go and just introduce anything. You look on, and then later on we are complaining. That lamentation must end somewhere. We must now go into the mystery of what goes into these things, unravel and unearth it, and be able to deal with it, you know, front, front, frontally. But I don't think that we should be saying 50 to 50, 20 to 20. No. We must demand what is appropriate. The law is very clear on our side. About 98%. What, the, what they are saying about those employees who are misbehaving by saying they will sack people is neither here nor there. We can deal with it in five minutes. The employer will give up. I guarantee you can deal with it five minutes. They will give up. So there's no time for lamentation. We can all consult and deal with it. But the long and short of it is that tax threshold must be properly addressed. The taxation system must be properly... You went to May Day yesterday. Today, the same, the same May Day, government brought out three major taxes. And we didn't even talk about it at the May Day. Who used to be blamed? The labor law? No. It is we who are not taking advantage of it. If I were to be in their shoes, I guarantee you, Government will come and salute me in my office the following day. I'll make sure they do what is right. I'll make sure they do it. Mm. So please, let's, go, let's stop the lamentation and confront the issue. I'm prepared to come and meet them. It's my own hall. I'm prepared to come and meet them. And let's talk about it. And we must be very open to helping government. I, I maintain, we must be very open to helping government to enable them to manage the situation and get us out from this situation. Because this is a very turbulent situation we find ourselves in. Already we are sitting in IMF on a complete stretcher. We are not even yet in the IMF room. We are on a stretcher. We haven't got place. We haven't got war yet. Let's mm. be very careful. I mean, Joshua, give me your quick take on that. The stopping the lamentation and taking these issues on in a more systematic, concerted way. Uh, Evans, I think for this one, uh, my senior brother Austin is not somebody I respect too much because I know he has the experience in the labor relations in the country. But I was I was expecting to hear more from him. But imagine only two things: that uh, tax ratio and the tax uh, system in this very country. He is aware that government is government, and he is also an employer. It is not easy uh, uh, the way he's putting it, and he knows how. Had how 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 effective organized labor is in this very country, and I'm happy he said that is is there. If you need any consultation, definitely we consult it. But what I want to say is that we are not lamenting; we are taking the government on back one after the other. He's talking about we didn't talk about the taxes yesterday. It was a very strategic day that we did not want to say anything about taxes. But we are going to take the government on on this transition that has been introduced. Because before this taxes was introduced and government assented to it, I think even I personally, the organized bank rose against it and appealed even to the lawmakers not to pass this uh, 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 taxes. But they went ahead and did it. Forgetting that we are all workers and we are all Ghanaians. And we think that we are strategically discussing this issue and you will come out with our position on this taxes that has been been introduced. So we are not lamenting, but it's a way that government does it, uh, work or deals with issues in this country that is making labor relations in this country very difficult. Let me also say that this employer assembly that is misbehaving, Mr. Sandama, I think he's aware of what is happening because if he has already been heard, there's a hint that uh, the, the employers are misbehaving and want to sit on workers' rights. It was the workers, the union has done everything, gone through all the processes that he is aware. 
you are going through all this, and the matter has settled by the National Commission. National Labor Commission has given its determination on this matter, but the employer is still refusing to obey. Employer is still refusing to implement the decision by the National Labor Commission. So what is the government doing? What is the employer? What is the labor minister and, the, and so on and so forth doing about this? If you look on, then the employer is embodied to continue whatever he's doing. So, Mr. Hudson, we are in the same boat together. We will discuss, we consult, but we think that let us all agree to move on. If you say we should help the government, I, I want to know in which way, because you have sacrificed a lot. When they are asking us to sacrifice, they are not sacrificing. So, yeah. sometimes if you can throw more light on the way and manner we should support the government in this uh, developing this better. But I think, from my view, I think we have done what we can. Yeah, we but, have sacrificed but, a lot, we have done whatever yeah, we can. But, 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 Mr. Sam, on that, on that last point you made, I need to ask you, you, you've consistently complained that government is not playing its part. They are not cutting expenditure. They are not reducing the size. Yesterday, you mentioned it again. But the question remains, what have you done about that? Hello, Mr. Sam. I think that, yeah, Yes, sir. Can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you loud and clear. Can yes. I can, yes. Can you hear me, Evans? Yes, I can. Yes, what I'm saying is that you are saying you should tell trauma in here. Yes. And they will come, you will have to use every means possible to ensure that we force the government to do what we are asking him to do. Because it will come to a time you will no longer listen to any sacrifice or whatever. You will make sure that as Ghanaians, as workers of this very country, we become citizens and not spectators. Because you cannot tell us to do A, why should we continue to do B? Why are government uh, officials still flying in business classes and economy uh, 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 and the rest? Why the people that we are going to borrow money from them flying in, in economic class? Is that the way we, we, we try? Is that a good example to show that we are sacrificing? I don't think it's right. So we will continue to say, and uh, government will continue not to do it, but in the day will come where. Yeah, but but when but the question but the question that but the question that many but the question that many workers have asked is when will that day come? Because since last year, at the beginning of last year, when we saw that the economy was heading for a crash, Labour started making these demands. I remember yourselves. I remember the uh, Nagrat. I remember UTAG. I remember GMA. You have consistently insisted that government should cut expenditure, reduce the size of government. It's never happened. So when will that day come? I can assure you that that day will come soon. That day will come soon. Because uh, we are all in this country, and my senior brother said we should all help in uh, developing this country. Why do you want us to help in developing this better? And you don't want to listen when you talk. No, so but, but you know, but you know, many many will say many many will insist. Not that we are going to sleep. Yeah, but, but, we are we are no. strategically discussing the issue and our. Yes, yeah, so, sorry, go on. You say you are discussing the issue and you. Yeah. Hello, Evans. Yes, I can hear you. Say you are discussing the issue. Yes, definitely. Like I said, one day, one day. Yes, we are still discussing the issue, and one day, one day, government will hear from us. Yes, and because mm-hmm. it's like well, what we are saying is called on deaf ears. And one day we have to open that ears to listen to workers of this bird. I just want I just want to put it to you that government is not listening to you because they feel that Labour, TUC, you are all back and no bite. So on that matter, they they when you back when you started biting, when you started biting on the issues of low wages and uh, pensions, they, they give in. But on the subject of reducing expenditure, reducing size of government, you backed a lot. You haven't bet yet. I, should, I think that uh, white lions don't back, but they bite. The, the wild lions, the and the dogs, that catches thieves. They don't back. We slowly bite you and they will slowly catch you. And it becomes cancer. I think that is the situation you find ourselves now. I believe that 
when it is time for us to back and bite, you will definitely do that. I can assure you that we are not people who just go out there and make noise. We make noise, we, uh, we make noise because we know what we are after. Okay. And the day we all rise up to make noise, government and everybody in this country will understand that I think workers are right. Today, you know, organized labor is right to actually to actually demonstrate it's a it's a, 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 a happiness to the whole world to hear. So even I can assure you that the day is coming soon, it's not too far. Where you see as the the TC backing and biting at the same time with organized labor. Even let's rest assured that I mean there's time for everything. Whether it is long or what, one day, one day, the journey that start thousand miles will definitely end one day. And okay. the whole country will see what is going to happen. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And that's uh, the Deputy Secretary General of the TUC and uh, Mr. Austin Game. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you.